Welcome back, welcome back, family. Welcome back to another Friday night episode of Candid Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Mark D. Um, Like I always do at the beginning of every show. (laughs) At the beginning of every show, giving shout outs, giving praises, giving thanks to the mighty ancestors who allowed me to see another grand rising day. Um, But, like I said, at the beginning of each show, I give shout outs to particular individuals. Um, I always start off with this sister here. Um, Go and cop her book, Hear Me Out. Aries Owens, you can go and follow her over on IG and Facebook. Um, Also giving a shout out to my brother, Ethan West um, and his business at West Wheels. You can go and follow him over on IG as well. If you're looking to get your rim repaired, you're here in Northeast Ohio, um, where myself, my business, and the show is located. Um, Need your rim repaired, scrape the rim. Uh, You don't know how to drive. Uh, You're hitting potholes. And you need them fixed, holla at my homie. Um, also giving a shout out to my one of my younger brothers, Fred Council Jr., um, who is a producer, a musician, and a, just an all-around artist. Um, if you're looking for beats, any type of mixing, any type of musical production, uh, hit him up at fconthebeats.com. Uh, you can follow him also on IG as well. Um, my aunt's lovely paintings, I always shot, give her a shout out as well. Uh, Kim Black, you can only find her on uh, Facebook. <laughs> We're trying to upgrade her. Uh, but that's where you can find her at. Um, giving a shout out to myself and my big homie, my business partner, Rodney Dukes. Um, at Polish Them Off, ADC on IG, over on Facebook. If you follow us, you can uh, find the page at Polish Them Off. Um, we do everything from um, interior, exterior, complete detail, um, upholstery, shampooing, and conditioning. Um, we condition and clean leather. We do window tinting. We, do, uh, we have an accessory building that does remote starts, does um, heated seats, does interior lights, does sound system, uh, you name it. Outside of painting a car, um, we can do it or we can get it done. So there you go. And follow my homie Dwayne at Megadon216 on IG. Um, Go and support him if you want a a t-shirt, surf club. Um, him and his lovely wife is doing great and awesome things. Now, now that that's out the way, let's get into tonight's topic. How do you heal the entropy in your relationships? How do you heal the entropy that you've created in your relationships? 
I'm I'm real big on healing. Some healing can be done through self work, through shadow work. Hey, what's up, Stace? Um, healing can be done through shadow work, through self work, through any type of spiritual work, and I'm a big advocate of it. Um, I'm also an advocate of you know seeking professional help because some things are beyond our personal fix um i'm not a clinician i do a lot of reading i do a lot of studying um and in becoming the the best me possible one of the hardest things that i had to do was first of all look myself in the mirror I had to be accountable for everything that I did do, everything that I didn't do. And I know a lot of people talk about choices and decisions, but a lot of people are not accountable for those choices and decisions that they make. They're not accountable for the responses that they give. And what ends up happening is most of our relationships, because we, we refuse to take blame for what we've done, what we didn't do, um, the responses of the inter- other individual that we may have caused, it's hard, to, it's, a, it's a difficult process to heal if you don't do that. It's extremely difficult. And one of the things that I've learned is that in order to take accountability, one must acknowledge the things that need to be worked on. If you refuse to acknowledge those things, if you refuse and stop using the clicheism. I'm not perfect. No one is. But being the best you that you can possibly be, you have to acknowledge your shortcomings, first and foremost. If you are unfamiliar with some of your shortcomings, then ask the Almighty, ask the Divine, uh, ask the ancestors to reveal those things unto you. And oftentimes what I find, what I have found in my, my personal life is that whenever I've asked the divine and, and my ancestors to reveal things that I need worked on, it usually comes, the, that lesson usually comes in the form of a relationship. And I know it's hard, it's difficult to accept, to acknowledge. But it must, it has to be done. If you want to grow, if you want to mature, if you want to matriculate to the next level, to your next lesson, you have to take accountability for you. And I see that 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 is more of a difficult task for more people 
than at times I would even like to acknowledge. But the underlining issue is the reason why you keep getting the same lessons is because you haven't learned that life lesson as of yet. You know, so I'm transparent, you know, when I, when I create these topics, you know, to show that the work can be done, to give an example how to do it, to maybe give you uh, some type of, of, of guidance of where to start. One of the books that I started with was by an author by the name of Zoe Williams. And uh, the very first book that I read of his was How to Stick the Landing When Exiting a Toxic Relationship. And a lot of the relationships that I've come out of, a lot of them were, ha did have toxic endings. Some, You know, a lot of them didn't, but a lot of them did. You know, and when you're ready to be open-minded to the lesson that the universe and the ancestors bring to you, then that is when you get the tools in your tool belt to help guide you in the completion of that lesson. You know, so... Taking the word entropy and the word entropy when dealing with relationships, uh, because it has a scientific terminology, but using it in relationship to in context in relationships, the word entropy basically means to create chaos. So the chaos that you've created inside of your relationship, whether you feel that it was minute or it was on the greater aspect of things, how did you heal from the entropy that you created? Because it's all about accountability. It's easy to point fingers. It's easy to place blame until that finger is being directly pointed towards yourself. And that's the hardest work for any of us to do. We, we, master, we master our jobs. We master the work field that we're in. But we have a immense difficulty in mastering ourselves. Because... You can escape everyone else. You can't escape you. You can't escape you. You know, so. The first. And this 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 is a saying. This is a quote from um, the author Zoe Williams. And it says you want to heal your relationships. Heal yourself. How do you heal yourself? Self-observation. 
What are you observing? The negative aspects of your character. The aspects that create entropy, i.e. chaos. I.e. dysfunction. So, going into that, as I've always done, I've always posted questions, you know, for the family to ask themselves directly, you know, and, and if a question doesn't pertain to you, then okay, fine, move on to the following question. But be honest with yourself, because in taking accountability for one's own actions, for one one's own uh, um, speech, for one's own um, behavior, your response, you have to be completely honest with yourself. So the first question that I pose to the family is how do you heal your relationships? You have to heal yourself. I know some I I know relationship whores. They jump from one relationship to the next relationship, next relationship, next relationship, and they never take time to heal themselves. They never take time to do the spiritual shadow work of themselves. Okay, what part did I play in the failure of this relationship? And like I said, family, it is, you got to be honest with yourselves. You have to be honest with yourselves. That's the only way that you can take accountability. One of the only ways that you can take accountability for yourselves. But it's a very, an extremely important thing. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, then it's almost going to be difficult to be honest with someone else in a relationship. Everything starts with you. Everything ends with you. If we look at it that way, we would have no problem giving 100% in our relationships at all times. Won't have a problem with it because we're not, we're not expecting any type of reciprocity. We appreciate reciprocity, but we're not expecting it. So when the other individual shows us appreciation for the gesture, the kind gesture that we do, it's not thrown off as, uh, that's what you were supposed to do. No, I'm not supposed to do anything. I did it because I was here and I thought of you. So I did it out of the kindness of my heart. I did it just because. See, we, we got to, when it comes to relationships, we got to stop playing these games. We got to stop playing these games. If you want a strong and solid foundation, be honest with yourself, and it will be easy to be honest with one another. But the question as far as the healing, how do you heal yourself? 
through professional therapy, through spiritual guidance, through self-evaluation, through self-observance. And those are just a few points. But you, if you take away all of that, you're still left with you. You're still left with you. And oftentimes, I have found in my life that the things, a lot of my triggers, I've learned that somewhere in my life, those triggers are my shortcomings. So if I get upset the way someone responds to me or approaches me or speaks with me, I look at that as a reflection of myself. Do I do I talk to people like that? Okay, that's something that I need to work on. How I present information, is it demeaning? Is it demoralizing? Okay, that's something that I need to work on. Do I dismiss other people when they come to me with information um, because I may not want to accept it at the time or it may be difficult to swallow even when they come with facts um, because the family know when it went, you know, I'm big on facts and information, you know, and, and, and see when, when, when someone presents you facts and information, <clears throat> the only way to dispute it is with facts and information. The way you feel about the truth doesn't make it any less the truth. But if you say this is the truth, can you prove it? Or is it just your opinion and is it just feeling based? Then if that be the case, I tell people all the time, okay, with me, just express that. Okay, this is how I'm feeling. Okay, that's that's fine. Based on what I've observed, based on my perception of things, this is boom, 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 boom. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. But when you tell me, well, this is what it is, okay, give me an example. Show me. Prove it to me. Next question. How, ending the first question, how do you heal your relationships Heal yourself. How do you heal yourself? Self-observation. And analyze everything that you do. Don't get stuck on it. If you do it, work on it. The process doesn't happen overnight. And, and, and I think 
that's where so many people have so many issues is because they see somebody, they see another individual's growth process and the point of them making it, whatever that may look like, and they want the end result, but they don't know what that person went through to get that end result. They don't know the trauma, the difficulties, the sleepless nights, the uh, the crying themselves to sleep. You don't know that. All you see is the end result, and I, I want that. Well, you don't know what it takes to get that. And when it comes to relationships, a lot of people, you know, I want a, a, a solid dude or a solid woman, you know, a, a, a man that's going to lead and, you know, take, uh, uh, be the head of the house or our relationship. And, you know, a man wants a woman to, that's going to fall in line and, 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 you know, be his inspiration. And, and so I always ask people, okay, that's fine to want what you want. But at the end of the day, do you know what it takes to get what you want? Or do you just want it? Why do you want it? Is it to protect an insecurity, a fear of yours? Why do you want it? Do you want it because you have so much to give that you want to find some, someone that you're compatible with so that you can give everything that you have to give? without any expectation of reciprocity. Yet, when it comes, you're so grateful and appreciative of it that that person wants to do for you, wants to do right by you. Because you're not expecting anything from them. You came into a relationship because all you want to do is give them all the affection and the love and the caring and the nurturing that you have to give. And then if you don't have those tools, say that. But what we oftentimes do, we take all of our fears, all of our insecurities, and then we take the choice away from that individual. So when you take a choice from an individual or not, you may not even take the choice, but you give them an ultimatum. You have a choice between A and B. Which one do you choose? Now you're trying to control the relationship because if you, if you're in, if you're in that relationship for that individual, to be honest, it doesn't matter who you who they are if that's what you chose because you know that everybody has their own process everybody has their own things that they're dealing with that they're going through see a whole person an individual that's whole they're not perfect, but they acknowledge their shadow self and their light self. That's a whole individual. 
because light and shadow is only separated by degrees. Degrees are separated by a standard. That's what your relationships are predicated on. Standards, not control mechanisms, but standards, agreeable standards. Our relationships fall apart because we're trying to control the other individual. We're trying to get them to respond the way we want them to respond because we need to feel protected. Uh, uh, um, I want I want them to protect my fears and insecurities. It happens in the workplace and family relationships and intimate relationships. Anywhere that you have a relationship, we all of us have done it or we do it. You know, so it is. Zoe says that a relationship is a mirror is a mirror. They are reflecting back to you that which you need to address. You may not need to address it in the same way or same manner that they're giving it to you, but ask yourself, what in my life that I need to work on? You get mad because people speak with you with contempt. Ask yourself, are you judgmental? Because energy can only be met with energy. Energy doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. Energy met with energy. You attract who and what you are. Second question. How does one heal the negative characteristics that they've observed? We, we discussed it some. Following question. How do you create entropy in your relationships? We dealt with that when addressing the title. A lot of, some of the easiest ways to create entropy that I found in my studies is through our forms of communication. Or trying to be something that we're not. Or misunderstanding the individual that is in front of us. We so badly want to be heard that we don't we care not to understand the individual that we are relating to. Excuse me. 
you know, do you know why they do what they do? Or do you care? You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I always say that, you know, forms of communication are always, um, are always flawed between men and women, you know, because of the styles and the way we communicate. Men are direct and get get to the point. <laughs> and I know some women out there get frustrated and <laughs> and unnerved. But we, you know, especially after a long day of work, we're not trying to hear a a, a bunch of because what 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 women sound like to men at the end of a work day. Is like Charlie Brown's teacher. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> That's what a lot of women sound like to men at the end of a long day. And a lot of men don't know how to articulate, you know, in their intimate relationships, you know, sweetie, bae, love, you know, whatever they call her, you know, I, I just, I need a moment. A lot of men don't articulate that. I need 30 minutes. I need an hour to just unwind. Just, you know, let me sit. Let me get this off of me and I'll come back to you. You know, and there will be times men, you know, will give a woman space to, you know, say her 16,000 words that she has in a day. But that comes with communication. You know, and, and the question, you know, what what are some toxic forms of communication that create entropy? You know, so I mean, it is, we, we create entropy. We have created entropy in probably every single one of our relationships. And it is up to us individually to heal from those relationships, to Knock the dirt off, so to speak, from that relationship and come into the next relationship on good faith. With a clean slate, stop trying to find the, the nuances in one another 
to try and pick apart. You know, some of the toxic forms of communication, emotional, it ends up becoming emotional abuse. It ends up becoming psychological abuse. It, it, it ends up becoming verbally abusive. You know, so... A lot of our forms of communication, we learn from our parents. If we don't know how to communicate properly, we learned it from our parents. That's what we saw. Mom and dad didn't communicate. There was no proper form of communication in the house. When mom and dad got agitated with one another, we didn't see them respectfully disagree in an argument. So nine times out of 10, I want to say nine times out of 10. More often than not, what we've witnessed is one or two things from dad. Dad either blew up in the middle of an argument, he went from zero to 10, or he just shut down. You know, when uh, uh, um, some of the some of the things that people say that come out of people's mouths when in an argument is verbal abuse, is downright disrespectful because you're attacking one another. You're taking one another's shortcomings and faults and you're throwing, it's like slinging mud on the wall and seeing what sticks. And oftentimes, verbal, emotional, and psychological abuse is worse than physical abuse. Not saying all the time, sometimes it is. I ask this question all the time. What are you accountable for, for going wrong in your relationships? If you gotta take, you know, take the time to write it down, write it all down, Maybe a half a page, maybe two pages. What could you have done better in the sense of being a better man or a better woman? Not for that individual per se, but just for you. 
what things looking back that you could have worked on to made you a better individual? Did you, how did you respond when things didn't go your way? Was it manipulative? Did it get physical? Just asking questions as I always do. I want us to heal, family. I want us to heal. We can't heal our relationships until we heal individually. If we spent all the time working and fixing ourselves, we wouldn't have no time to worry about what the other individual is not doing. If we did what we needed to do, we would have we would have no time to worry about them. Mm. You know, I didn't even expect to be on here this long. I was going to do 30 minutes and done. But, you know. Spirit leads. We need help, family. We need help. You know, if you don't know how to do something, read, study, ask questions. Seek the help that you need. If you don't know how to be the type of man or woman that you desire to be, go and find out how to. Invest in yourself. Stop using, well, this is who I am, and if they don't like it, then they can leave. That's a cop-out for you not taking accountability for you. That's an easy way to push people away. Trust me, I know. I've done it so many times. <laughs> I've done it, so I know. But it doesn't fix anything. I had to take accountability and ownership for my perspective. I had to take accountability and ownership for being lazy, for not working on me. I had to take accountability for not having the tools in my tool belt to to be the man that I am today. I had to take ownership and accountability for that. 
Then once I took ownership and accountability, okay, well, how do I do it? I'm going to get frustrated because I'm going to feel like I failed or I missed the mark at one point in time, and that's okay. But if you quit, if you give up, you'll never forgive yourself. If you stop challenging yourself to grow, you'll never forgive yourself. And that's, that's a key attribute to accountability, self-awareness, being God-realized. You have to forgive yourself. You make a mistake, acknowledge it, own it, fix it if you can. If you can't, do everything in your power to make it right and let the let the ancestors do everything else. Forgiveness, accountability, work. Never work harder for someone else than you do on yourself. You spend anywhere from 8, 12, 14 hours a day working to make someone else great and you don't take time for meditation, for prayer, for studying, for reading, You don't take time out for life. You know, I hear all the time, self-care, self-care, self-care. But I I, I see a lot of people who talk about self-care aren't doing self-care. They ain't doing no shadow work. They're not talking about any type of meditation, any type of prayer. Any type of getting alone and being alone and, you know, doing inner work. I see and I hear a lot of people talking about the external things, but what about the internal things? Because you can, you can have all of the external glory you want. Prime example, uh, uh, um, uh, Robin Williams. On the outside, it seemed as if he had it all. But inwardly, inwardly, he was in turmoil. And I see that a lot. I see people smiling and fake being happy. And I can see underneath it all, they're hurting, they're in pain. 
And a lot of them are the same ones that's talking about, I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. You see pictures of, him, of them here. You see pictures of them there. But then they go home at night and they're miserable. What's that saying? Uh, uh, um, FML, fuck my life. <laughs> my family, you know, I can't stress it enough. Do the inner work. Do the inner work. Do the inner work. That is the hardest thing. That is the hardest job you will ever have. But I promise you it is the most rewarding job you will ever have. So you got to ask yourself, how important is you? As a woman... Are you inspirational? As a man, are you leading and guiding and bringing structure? As a man and woman, are you bringing awareness to one another? Or every time someone says something that you can work on or do better, you deflect. But that's tonight's show. How do you heal the entropy that you created in your relationships? Excuse me. Whatever you find out, fix it. And go back and ask yourselves, how do I heal my relationships? You know, where it say, you want to heal your relationship, heal yourself. How do you heal, heal yourself? Self-observation. What are you observing? The negative aspects of your character, the aspects that create the entropy. You got to know your shadow self if you desire to have a loving and giving and appreciative relationship on an intimate level, and it, you know what, on all levels. Every relationship of yours should be loving, appreciative, and giving. And we, you know, I understand there's degrees and levels to this thing. Everyone don't get all of you. But what you do give should have some type of impact in that individual's life. 
How do you create entropy in your relationships? What are some toxic forms of communication that create entropy? Is your toxic way of communicating emotionally, emotional, psychological, and verbally abusive? And we know that when we talk about abuse, you know, you do your own study and research. There's many levels to that. Because you can be passively aggressive, passive aggressively abusive. But that's it, family. Um, everyone that I shout out at the beginning of the show, go and support them. Go and support them. Um, all of them are dear friends of mine. Um, I'm in business with one of my one of my friends. Support everyone. But until the next time, um, I will not be doing a show next week. Um, I am getting ready to start transforming my office studio. Uh, so the next time I be in, fr- I will be in front of y'all. It will look different. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to upgrade, family. I'm trying to get better at my craft. But until the next time, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all for stopping in this evening, um, and those who will tune in at a later date. See you.